I'm in this terror. Got a head full of stacks, better grab an umbrella. I make it right, I make it right. I'm in this terror. Got a head full of stacks, better grab an umbrella. I make it right, I make it right. Make it rain on Greetings, Local 1700 brothers and sisters. My name is Louis Paul, your Local 1700 president, and I am here with... Uh, Michael Spencer, Vice President of Local 1700. How you guys doing today? Good, good. Welcome, welcome. This is uh, this month's podcast. Uh, we got some good information. We took actually took some questions uh, for this monthly podcast from the membership meeting as well as the uh, executive board meeting. And we always get things from the floor, from the stewards, uh, team leaders, so on and so forth. So, hot topic, Mike. Profit sharing. <laughs> yes, those dollars, those dollars. Uh, obviously, we um, got record profit sharing. Um, I think they said it's the best out of 35 years is what they told 35 us. 35 years, yeah. And I've been with the company 26 years, and this is the most we've ever gotten. Uh, so it just, it's true that, you know, hard work pays off, and I'm extremely happy for all the brothers and sisters who are going to get a, a nice chunk of money to, to help with everything around the house. And uh, keep in mind with that nice chunk of money, and believe me, I do believe everybody getting a stake and a, a new pair of kicks, but um, we got to make sure that we squirrel some money away because we already know the automobile industry is feasting the famine. We know we got a big year coming up next year, 2023. Contract year. National so, contract year. So like Mike said, save a few dollars, put it away, um, just in just to put it up, just to see uh, what happens next year, like Mike said. so Absolutely. But it is uh, for all those people who worked all them 16-hour shifts, Mike, and who... We came off, to work baby. every day. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's going to pay off, and it's 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 truly a blessing to be in this um, to be in this on this side of the fence uh, where we beat Ford and GM for the first time. Uh, ever. Yeah, yeah, you know, we was the stepchild of the family. We, <laughs> yeah. we just t- stepped up and took over right there. Yep, yep, yep. So, Mike, what I need you to explain to me is in climate weather. Huh. In climate weather. So, the climate weather basically is a tricky situation. We always argue with the company almost every time the scenario come up. We, um, we, we rely on the municipalities of the, of the county and what's happening in our region. And basically, whatever the weather says, hey, in your community, in this municipality or this region, it is dangerous to go out on the roads or to be out in your communities is the argument that we always take. And the company even acknowledges that argument. The issue is the company looks at a complete region, not just a plant. Then the other part that falls on that we kind of fall short on is when people call in. Are they calling in the right code or the right issue? We do understand people sometimes don't want to, you know, hey, my attendance or whatever my scenario may be, I'm not going to put myself in jeopardy because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And as leadership, we don't know what the outcome is going to be at the end of the day. We, The company takes all these numbers from that region, from that region, and then they compile the data and decide whether they're going to grant a weather day or inclement weather day. That's what's happening. That's when we're notified. Yep. And the thing is, each plan is required to send all those numbers up north. All right, so they take all the FMLAs from the day, all the people calling weather that day, people calling PA days that day. They send it all up north, and I believe it's 40% of the region needs to call in inclement weather in order for it to be an excused day. So, But nobody really knows that for like two or three days until after the the actual day that it happens. So uh, just, you know, be careful. Obviously, we want everyone to be careful if it's bad weather. Leave yourself some extra time if you work, you know, either early in the morning or late at night. That's, that's very correct. I mean, your safety at the end of the day is what counts. So I always tell people, especially the people that's in the attendance program, you know, do not put yourself in a position where you have to put your job or yourself in danger because some things we don't know the outcome until the outcome actually plays out. Absolutely, absolutely. So next topic, Mike, we're talking about food trucks. We got Abe's Food Service. Uh, we're finally, it, it, it because of COVID, it was extremely difficult to find anybody to come on site um, to, number one, prepare the food, 
and then to be able to facilitate it to all three shifts. Oh, man. Food, finally, food is food to say. I, I'm excited. Everyone yeah. I've talked to is excited. Um, next time, sometime next week, we're going to be posting on our website where the food trucks will be uh, and what they're going to be serving on a two-week basis. So uh, there's going to be a, an app coming up soon where you can pre-order the food. You can cash app it. You can take cash, whatever the case may be. Um, they're going to be there probably an hour before lunch, during lunch, probably an hour after. That way uh, they'll be able to facilitate as many people as possible. They're excited. We know it's going to be a process, a little bump in the road, just trying to figure out what food all the members like, what they don't. But they're willing to change the food in and out as, you know, if it's hot dog, hamburger stand, people just don't like Mike, they're going to get rid of it and get tacos or whatever the case may be. So, And those locations are going to be located where? North Body, mm-hmm. in between uh, North Shop, between Body and Paint. Uh, the 9190 alley right outside the uh, where it was before, Correct. and then one in the south shop in between uh, General Assembly and the South Paint Shop. Now, all this information that Louis is giving you as it relates to the food trucks, we're going to make sure they're getting to the team talk. So those mm-hmm. who didn't hear it on the podcast, they're also getting their team areas and the kickoff date, and including the menus and the, and the website, so people can pull that information up. Yeah, so it's going to be, uh, I've, I've talked to Abe, he's going to make it really easy for all our membership. I really like the app thing where you can pre-order the food, you can even pay for it. I mean, you can even order it the day before. You know, if you know you're going to want Taco Tuesday, whatever the case may be, you can order tacos that the day before, walk up, order number 11, let's say, Mike, get your 11. Here, get your food, you're out. You're good to go. So it's going to be really quick. And our guy for our side, for the UAW side, is going to be overlooking all this. It's going to be Mike Cadwell. Um, he's been assigned to the food services as it relates to the plant operations. So he'll be making sure that you take the complaints and the concerns and, and even the compliments. Um, some truck that you actually do like, so you can feed that information back to A so we can get the ball rolling and get the right people in. Like I said, a little bump in the road, but I think it's going to be pretty smooth. But like Mike's, uh, like Spencer said, uh, Mike Cadwell is the food service guy for SHAP. So, all right, Mike, let's keep rolling here. So the mask mandate. Uh, I get a lot of these questions at the uh, membership meeting as well as uh, um, throughout the, the, the plant. So we're still under the mask mandate. We still have to have social distancing. We still, um, you know, have to do the app in order to come into the facility. So... Um, we believe, and we haven't got any communication from anyone yet, but that uh, these are at a higher level. This is going to be a UAW as a whole when they do remove the masks. But as of right now, Mike, we're still required to wear a company-issued uh, mandated mask. So still want people to be safe. In my heart and my soul, I really believe that COVID's gone. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the numbers at SHAP are the lowest it's ever been. And, oh, and uh, the plant shop share, Shane, sends out uh, the communication to all of us uh, at the beginning of the uh, the day. And today's lowest number has ever been. It's like 32 or something like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's amazing because at one point, Mike, you know, we were close to 1,000. And we we stayed at 1,000 for a long, long time. We dipped down, shot back up. So it's just been a roller coaster ride with the COVID inside the facility. But it's really good to know that we're in our low 30s. Hopefully, it'll be at zero. Until um, we get to that point, I know I've gotten a couple of calls. Um, about cleaning solutions for the stations there. All you have to do is give it your store, they give it your committee, man. They can reach out to management. Or first go to your supervisor because that's who should be providing it. But if that yes. doesn't happen, then follow up with your store, your committee, man, and we can get that stuff over to you so you can have your stations clean. But something is working because the numbers are going down, and that is a good good thing. Yeah, and, and we're all doing our part, right? We're all doing our part. Like Mike said, get with your supervisor first if you need some cleaning supplies in your area. And if you see a bathroom that's destroyed, Raise your hand, talk to your center manager, get with your supervisor immediately because they're still required to clean those bathrooms as if it was the first day of COVID. Uh, so that goes back to that see something, say something. You know, use yeah, the app. Use, use the their app. tools against them. Use the app. So job cuts, Mike. This is the uh, tough subject, and this all ties in together with some of the leveling that's going to be going on here soon. Um, so 
If you want to talk about that, Mike, I know it's a touchy subject. We have been talking about job cuts throughout the facility for the last 18 months. We knew it was coming, Mike. Uh, Stellantis is a different beast, uh, even though they may look at us and say, oh, they got $14,000, $15,000 profit sharing money coming. At the end of the day, to lose a, a union job is difficult. So um, job I mean, cuts. I mean, job cuts, is, as you said, it's, it's a touchy subject. Um, at the end of the day, we want to protect every job that we can. Absolutely. Um, I know we always stand on what Work to rule. Do what the SWI say. If the SWI is not posted, let somebody know so they can get it posted. At the end of the day, our job is to protect our jobs. Sometimes we do see our members out there and they say, hey, I'm helping out Richard over here. I'm helping out Lisa or, or whoever it may be. But sometimes in helping, we're hurting ourselves because that job then becomes your job. As you already stated, um, Luis Delanis, hey, we got 14000 I mean, we made billions of dollars right yeah. and in their brains then what they're doing is working but being at the bottom of the pile which we are right now because we are the working class they don't see the day-to-day struggles and the results of what's happening to us in the plant so i encourage everybody cause we've been talking about this for a while now a long time mike protect your job do your job within your footprint no extra no more protect your job protect your job and protect those around you um we unfortunately had a, an incident last yes. night that we want to address um, in the South Body Shop, uh, thoughts and prayers to that gentleman and his and his family. Um, we did have a safety meeting today where we discussed it highly on preventative uh, methods on that job specific. Because, from my understanding, this isn't the first time this happened on that job, uh, and the company is doing what they got to do to, um, you know, protect all workers. But thoughts and prayers out to that young man. We did get some communication from his family that he is doing better. Um, but um, thoughts and prayers to him, and uh, we can't wait to see him back at work so he can uh, be somewhat normal and go back. But it's, it was horrific from some of the things that we've seen. But um, Yeah, we was up all night taking phone calls. I know, man, you talked quite a few times. Yeah, yeah. Workplace safety, I mean, you never can say when something's going to happen. But when you see things out there, and I keep on going back to see something, say something, out, because that is management's tool. And when we talk to them, they look at the numbers and say, well, people are not telling us there's issues. Utilize it. Let people know. Let your steward know. Stewards are writing grievances, especially on health and safety. All day long. You know, those yeah. those are things that we really can stand on. Um, but like you said, prayers to the young man and to his family. Uh, wishing the best. Absolutely. So, all right, we're going to wrap this month's podcast up. So uh, everyone be safe. Like Mike reiterated earlier, please save some of that profit chain. Put it up. Next year's contract, 2023. It's going to be a big year for us. Um and hopefully a, a favorable year. So everyone be safe. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Deuce. I want to rock right now. I'm Rob and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. I mean, not rage Stay away from me if you're contagious.